Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. We're so glad that you joined us again today. Uh, we're excited to bring this uh, this podcast to you every week. We're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, and we are on all the platforms as far as podcasting, iTunes, uh, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify. So okay. you can find us in lots of places. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we just want to thank you for listening today, but also sure. um, you can go back and listen to some of the podcasts. They are saved on those platforms that we just discussed and um, share it, you know, if it's helping you and you think, you know, I I don't really know how to help this person in my life, but I feel like this message might help them. Share it on your Facebook, send it to them directly. Uh, We, you know, that's our goal is just to help you um, to to follow God and to to learn to love the word like we do. We've been endeavoring to follow the Lord for many years together and with our family, learning to live what we call an abundant life. Mm -hmm. And that's a life of full supply. And that's every area of our life. It's Trusting God for our relationships, to walk in love, to walk free from fear, to experience more joy in our lives. Because if if we as believers are called to be a light to the world, then our lives should be as bright as possible. We ought to shine our light just as bright as we can. And so that's what this podcast is about. Today, mm-hmm. we're going to continue talking about a subject that uh, really... Uh, over the years has meant a whole lot to us, and that's renewing your mind. Yeah, it's one of my favorite subjects to talk about. Um, I think because it's made such a difference in our lives. It's really how we have been able to um, not you know, walk in fear and be able to walk in love. Right. It all really has to do with how to renew your mind to the Word of God. And so this is, um, for us, just such an important lesson. And so we're just thrilled to be able to talk about well, it. Let's pray, and then we'll do a quick recap. And, and we'll move forward from there. Father, we thank you so much for another opportunity to come together with our friends today. We thank you for wisdom by the Holy Spirit that you give us revelation, eyes to see and ears to hear that our hearts are open and receptive to what you would say to us. Help us to grow in your word. Lord, we thank you for wisdom now. We praise you for it. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, Let's do a recap. Yeah, yeah. so we've been talking about renewing our minds, but we said to you that a lot of times people think that they are a two-part being. Because we live in this natural world, Mm -hmm. everybody knows we have a flesh, we have a body. And then they think that the other part of them, or the only other part of them, is their spirit, which is true that we we are a spirit. Mm -hmm. I mean, the real you and the real me on the inside is this this person you can't see. Uh, I think the reason that we've become so naturally minded is because when we get up in the morning, we look in the mirror, we don't see the real us. We don't see our spirit. We see this natural body. Yeah. And so we're more aware of it. And, or they might think that the spirit and soul, you know, when you say soul, they think, you know, how many souls are saved might think that that's the same, same word, but there's a, there's a clear difference in the word of God. And that is what we found to be so important to learning to renew your mind is to realize that your mind is its own thing. You know, your mind, your will and emotions, that is your soul. And it's separate from your spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scripture says this, in 1 Thessalonians, we looked at this last week, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, uh, it says this, it says, May the very God of peace sanctify you completely. 
And I pray to God that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus. So the Apostle Paul here in, in Thessalonians, he separates. He says, spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. So evidently, according to this passage, we're a three-part being, not just right. a two-part being. But it's not the only place it says it. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12 right. as well. It says, for the word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit. And so right here, you know, he is talking about the word of God can actually separate soul and spirit. So if they can be separated, evidently they are not one and the same right. thing. They can be tied together uh, through this process that we're talking about of renewing our minds. See, all of our lives, our bodies have been in control. Before you were ever born again, the avenue or the path to every decision that we ever make came through our flesh. Your flesh has an appetite, mm -hmm. and because your flesh has an appetite, we feed that appetite. And, you know, and, and just a natural example, we might say, I'm hungry, and then our mind, our will, and our emotions gets involved. We, our body says, hey, I'm hungry. Our mind says, let's go eat. We go to the kitchen, and we grab the things. Well, it takes the two working together. And so the natural course for man is that your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions are attached to your body. But then we get born again. Right. And when you're born again, you know, your your spirit is reborn. And that is the part of you that will go on living forever, ever, either in heaven or in hell. It'll go on living your spirit, the real you. Um, it can't get more born again once you're born again. It's as righteous. It's as renewed. It's as reborn as it will ever be. But your body and soul are different. You know, your body, we have a part to play, part to play with our body. You know, we can't eat whatever we want to eat and go wherever well, we, we want to go. I guess, I we, guess could. we could. I suppose <laughs> we could. Uh, I don't recommend it. That's true. But, but we do have a part to play. Right. Our body, you're not going to uh, do anything about your spirit and make it more born again than it is when you receive Jesus. Right. It's as born again mm -hmm. as it'll ever be. Mm -hmm. It's as righteous because the Bible says that our righteousness, we know it says this is filthy rags, but we've been clothed, the Bible says, with Jesus' righteousness. Right. We have become the righteousness of God in Christ. So we'll never be more righteous. Mm -hmm. We'll never be more saved. Our spirit, that's solidified. Mm -hmm. We're born again. Right. But our flesh has an appetite, and we can do something to tell our bodies no. The same it's hard thing, sometimes. It is hard sometimes. <laughs> the same thing applies, though, to our soul, our mind, our right. will, and our emotions. This is good news. We right. can do something about yeah. it. Yeah. It's, and it's not God's job to renew your mind. He gave us the tools that we need to be able to renew our mind. He told us we need to renew our mind right. to the Word. And He gave us His Word, the truth. And that is, you know, His Word is a greater truth than anything else in this world. Right. And so, um, we, you know, we have a part to play in all those things. We have to uh, profess Jesus and, and be born again. That's our part to play. Jesus did all the hard part. We right. just have to receive it. With our body, you know, we believe God uh, for healing. We believe God that he, um, he is also caring for our body, but there's a part we have to play. You know, we do have to eat healthy, and we have well, to exercise and do some of those things. And that's the thing is, once we receive Christ, we can't do anything else about our spirit, but we 
we have to do something about our flesh. The mm-hmm. Apostle Paul said, I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Uh, he said, lest by any means, I, you know, having preached myself, he said, I become a castaway. Uh, you have an appetite in your flesh and you have to tell it no. Uh, God will help us with our body. We're to keep our body under, but say things like, you know, the subject of healing. Uh, God uh, can supernaturally provide healing for us, but the natural, uh, a minister that we used to, uh, Pastor Hagen always says this, he says the natural and the supernatural coming together create an explosive force for God. Meaning, if I'll give God all my natural in the flesh, okay. He'll give me his supernatural and those two things together. It's like a catalyst. Like, like you know, I always liken it to like JB Weld. Uh, it's a it's a, a bonding agent that on its own, either part of that bonding agent won't do anything. But when you put the two together, it creates a catalyst and it solidifies and, and makes a, a welded substance where it'll put two pieces together. And so the natural and the supernatural coming together are part is to do what we can in the natural. We should eat right. right. We should exercise. We should do those things. And then trust God for the rest. Our soul is the same way. Our mind, our will, and our emotions, God will help us. He gives us tools, uh, His Word. He gives us the Holy Spirit to help us. But it's up to us whether or not we change the way that we think about things, whether or not we do things differently. Mm -hmm. That's our part to play. Right, absolutely. You know, and the Lord... He gave us our brain. He gave us emotions uh, to enjoy this life, to to have joy and to be happy, and also to feel lost whenever right. we whenever we grieve. We're not saying emotions are wrong, right? Or that your intellect is wrong. You know, we I come from a long line of teachers. Um, you know, our, in, in my family, my mom was a teacher. Our daughter is a teacher. All my aunts were teachers. Teaching, learning, growing. We love to read. We love to grow. You know, we we put school a, a value to our children, um, and that is important to educate your mind, but not at the expense of your spirit. Right. Um, we still more than your intellect, more than your mind, more than your your brain. Your spirit is the safe guide. Your spirit, when you've right. been born again, that is a greater truth than anything else up here. God does not lead us by our heads or our intellect. Right. Uh, uh, the scripture I'm reminded it says that uh, He uses the foolish things to confound the wise. There are there are times where your natural thinking will tell you that things have to be a certain way. And those are facts. Those are, that's truth. We know that there are some things naturally that are truth, but there are greater facts Mm -hmm. in the word of God. If there's a a difference between what we see or what we think or what we know in the natural and what the word of God says, the word of God is the safe guide. We follow the word of God. And it's, there's an uh, old, uh, uh, the principle of a superseding law is that it kind of like the law of gravity, uh, if you think of it in that sense. Your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, all of those things, you can learn some things in the natural. And that's like gravity. There's a natural principle, the law of gravity. But there is a superseding principle or a superseding law, and that's called the law of lift. The reason that a plane can fly is because even though gravity is still true, the law of lift says with enough wingspan and enough thrust that I can supersede 
the law of gravity. I can fly. But once I stop with the thrust or the wings fall off or whatever, the law of gravity is still in existence, but there is another or a superseding law. In the same way, our minds, our intellect teaches us things, we know things, mm -hmm. but there are greater facts in the Word of God that we can renew our minds to the truth of God's Word and it changes things. We have to learn to renew our mind to the superseding law of God's Word. Right, absolutely. So basically, when your emotions, when your intellect, when what you know isn't lining up with the Word of God, the Word of God is always true. Right. And you can change those emotions, that intellect, that your mind, your will and emotions, you can change those to agree with, with the, the word, word, of God. With the word of God. So let's look at Romans 12 2. <clears throat> and this is a great scripture um, to talk about uh, renewing your mind. And, you know, just thinking about the world, you know, the world is going to tell us that your emotions are king. You know, you do what makes you happy. You do what feels good. What makes good. you feel good, right. You know, and the world, that's, you know, every commercial you see is all about, this is going to make you happy. You do what makes you happy. You do you. You know, you, you do whatever. That, I don't even know what that means. But, you know, <laughs> do what you love. And this is what you love. You know, you love to feel this way. Well, sure. We might like to feel a certain way sometimes, right, but sure. we sometimes have to you be feel like standing in bed all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So um, this scripture says, do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. There is a purpose. There is a plan. There is a will for your life and you play a part in it. Mm -hmm. And part of it is renewing your mind to what God says about you and not always being led by your emotions. Your, you know, do what you love, do what feels good, but it's being led by your spirit. That's the safe guide, right. the guide on the inside. Well, I always liken it to you know, you might have been driving down the road sometime and somebody cut you off in traffic. There's all kinds of feelings that come along with that. But some of those feelings can get you in trouble. Just because I feel a certain way, just because I think a certain thought is no indication that I ought to follow that thought. Okay. When we renew our minds with the Word of God, when a thought comes that's contrary to what the Bible tells us, we can say, wait a minute. I better rethink this. Maybe this isn't the best course of action for me. And that's, you know, there, there's a scripture in Philippians that if you'll go there with me. Uh, in One Phili of my favorites. Yeah, in Philippians, beginning with uh, verse 8 in chapter 4, it says this. And, and, and the Apostle Paul here is speaking about this very subject. He says, finally, brothers, he says, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think 
on these things. Right. What, what, think on what them. things? Mm -hmm. Whatever things are good. Right. Whatever things are true. Whatever things are lovely. Well, the Word of God is true. Right. Every thought that we that we have in our minds doesn't mean that we have to act on it. Just because you think something doesn't make it true. Right. And it doesn't mean that you're a, you're a bad person if you have that thought. You know, we talked about last time thoughts come from a lot of places. The enemy can bring thoughts. You have your own thoughts based on your own experiences and, and things that you've, you know, had happen in your life. And God brings thoughts to you. And so they come from a lot of different, different places. But if you don't know what the Word of God says, it's sometimes hard then to know where is this thought coming from? Is this for me? Is this, you know, is this the Lord? Is this the devil? And so it's important to know the Word of God so we can renew our mind to it. Every voice that we have doesn't have to have action to it. Meaning this, that like your, your flesh has a voice, feelings, mm -hmm. like how something makes me feel. Right. M emotionally, your mind, your will, and your emotions, your, your soul... There are thoughts that you'll think, maybe this seems good. But if it goes contrary to God's Word, right. we have to renew our minds and say, hey, just because I had that thought, like you said, they could come from lots of places. Mm -hmm. They come from our experience. They can come from the devil, certainly. Mm -hmm. A thought can come from the Lord. But our own thinking... Right. You know, if I if you ever touched a, an electric fence accidentally, anytime you get near an electric fence, there's a thought that, oh, I better not get too close to that. Why? Because of the experience I had in touching that fence, it now brings a thought to me that I don't want to touch that anymore. And that's a good thought to, you know, don't, right. don't you touch the fence. Right. Right. <laughs> but just because I'm having a feeling or just because I'm having a thought is no indication that I'm to follow that thought. Right. And I'll, I'll explain it this way. Um, this is one of my favorite scriptures, and it's one that, um, you know, I, I talk to our kids about a lot, and then I use it in my own life because um, <clears throat> let's say that, you know, in the morning, one of one of Rob's jobs that he likes to do for me is he takes out the trash. But let's say he is off to work early and he forgets to take out the trash. And so I can look at the trash and start to get mad and think, he doesn't even care about me. You know, he left that trash there. He wants me to go outside. It, it snowed last night. He wants me to go outside in the cold and the snow and take this trash out. He doesn't even care that, you know, what this is doing to me. I know that's a simple, you know, silly thing, but people have, you know, parted ways over small things like that. Sure. And so for me, what, what I decided to do a long time ago in our marriage is when something like that happens, I decide to do uh, Philippians 4, 8. I decide to think about Rob is a great man. You know, he's over there <laughs> serving people at the church. He's loving on people. He's such a good father. He's so good to me. Last night he cooked me supper, and I don't even care about the trash. And so, I, you know, we've counseled people in marriage <clears throat> who say, I don't even love this person anymore. You know, they they don't even care about me. They they don't respect me the way that they should. But 
I challenge them, start thinking about what they do. You know, think about, make that list of, of good things. Think about things that are pure and wholesome and lovely and what brings peace. What's of a good report for that person? Start thinking about those things rather than, you know, it's the, the word tells us love doesn't keep a record of wrongs. It's not making a list of all the days you forgot to take out the trash. Because if you do that, you're <clears throat> piling on. Right. And eventually something will cave under the weight of that. Right. If, if I don't do something about that thought that came, then the next time a thought comes, on the heels of that thought will be, and they right. didn't take the trash out. And they never do this. Right. And they never do that. And that's just piling on. And right. certainly there's a collapse when you get too much weight on right. something. And so we have to remove those things. You know, I, I believe, you know, when the, the, the scripture says uh, in Hebrews, let us lay aside every weight and sin that easily besets us. Mm -hmm. uh, weights are, are, are heavy things. Things like those thoughts, if we allow those to weigh on us, mm -hmm. eventually we we crumble under the weight of those. Marriages right. crumble under the weight of those. Uh, you, people leave good jobs under the weight right. of piling on the things that somebody didn't do, you mm -hmm. know, and they forget about all the good things right. that they do have Absolutely. in their job or their <clears throat> position. Yes. Um, well, I think this is all we have for today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're probably better looking at the time. Yes. We're probably better stop. Yes. Uh, um, let's go ahead and, and pray. Um, we are, we'll keep talking about this subject um, next week too. So please keep joining us. Go back and listen to it, um, you know, and, and listen to it again and again if you need to. This is an important subject that will help you walk out the plan of God for yeah. your life. And would you pray for us? Sure. Father, we love you. We just thank you so thank much you. for your word. It is truth. It is life. We thank you, Lord, that you help us to renew our minds to your word, that we recognize that your word is a greater truth than anything else in this world. And we want to be led by the truth. We want to be led by your spirit and, and the word of God, not by our feelings, not by our mind. We want to renew our mind to your word. And we just thank you, Lord, for every person listening in the sound of our voice. We thank you, Lord, that you are working in their life. You're working in their heart. And uh, we just give you praise for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, guys, we love you. Until next week, keep living the abundant life. We look forward to seeing you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.